today, I want to start with this question. Have you been trying to be the best version of you that you can be? Let's face it. It's time to stop listening to every lie that consequently has sabotaged your future and as well sabotage your confidence. And it, it is time to embrace the truth of who God says you are. If you feel like you're not enough, not pretty enough, smart enough or successful enough, I believe it is all because of the reflection that you perceive yourself to be. So today, let's look at what the Bible says about being enough. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show. I got good news. I've got good news. 
good news. I believe it, I got good news. I've got a Rock a little bit. I believe. I believe with all of my heart, heart that he still loves you. Come on, sing it. See, I know, I know the pain, the pain and you will get through. Let's tell it one more time. Say, I believe, I believe with all of my heart, with all of my heart that he still loves you. I don't know what's going on. See, I know. I know I've been there too. The You're gonna get through. And you will get Come on, let's tell, bring it up. Tell them I believe. I believe with all of, with all of my heart. Come on. Come on. See, I know the pain. It hurt the cause. Come on, and you will get through. And I believe, I believe with all of my heart. With all of my heart. Come on. That he still loves you. See, I know the pain. I know the pain. The pain and you will get through. And you will get through. Here we go. See, you don't have to worry good news. You don't have to worry good news. The storm is over, good You know that God loves you, He loves you. He loves you, good Say, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry, good Come on, the storm in your life is over. God is gonna bring sunshine. He loves you. He loves you, good Say, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry, the storm is over. The storm is over, good news. You don't have to worry. He loves you, good news. You don't have to worry. Hello and great day, everyone. Welcome to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And for today's daily perspective, I want us to shift our perspective to encouraging ourselves using the word of the Lord. In Proverbs 18 and 21, the Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so one of the ways that we speak life or encourage ourselves is to speak life, no matter what it looks like, no matter how dim or dreary it may seem or, or appear to be, speak life. 
Never forget that we control the environment or our surroundings with our words. Look, and so with that being said, shouldn't you find yourself speaking life all day, every day? Secondly, pray, but not just pray, but I want you to pray for joy. Um, I believe that um, there is there is no more powerful tool given to us as the believer than the ability to reach out to the father freely. And I thank God that we understand and know that he cares for us. Um, um, I believe it's James uh, one uh, that, that says that if any one of us lacks wisdom, that we should ask of him um, and he will indeed lavishly bless us in return. Um, and guess what? The hope of righteousness um, is gladness. Um, and so in Proverbs 10, 28, we have to understand and hold on that as we pray for joy, that that is a promise that God will give us joy. Um, third t- the third thing is, excuse me, is that we have to read encouraging scriptures, reading the word of the Lord to encourage ourselves. Um, because the book of Philippians, in the book of Philippians, um, you know, it is referred to as uh, as a book of joy. Um, but guess what? Did you know that the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Philippians while he was in jail? Could you imagine finding joy in such a place like that? You know, um, you know, it's have it, it. This is a personal, I guess, uh, project for yourself. Um if you can relate to this, that if you hadn't read the Bible in several days and then once you go to pick it up to read it, how or can you determine or can you sense, can you acknowledge that there is a difference? You know, because sometimes it's hard for us to find joy in our freedom. Uh, But guess what? Just imagine being martyred for the gospel's sake and still finding joy. Imagine that that's the commitment that some people have, Um, you know, that they read the word, they are totally in, they're totally filled, engulfed with the word. And therefore, no matter what goes on within their lives, they are not distracted, detoured by it because they have consumed the word fully. You know the saying that you are what you eat? Hey, it wouldn't hurt to make sure you overindulge on a diet containing the word. Uh, The fourth thing is, is take good fellowship. Uh, One of the worst things that we as believers uh, can do uh, when we find ourselves in the midst of a struggle or a battle um, is to take counsel from ungodly people. Mm -hmm. You know, the person that talk real deep and spiritual but they ain't donned the threshold of a door to a church in years. Uh, because at the end of the day, what good are the unfruitful works? Uh, uh, you know, what, how does that benefit you? How do, and how does God get glory out of that? Uh, because those unfruitful works, meaning that they say a lot, but they don't even have anything to show for themselves. And so you have to be sure that... Um, your fellowship, your connections, your covenants, your friendships um, are with those who can lift you up both physically and spiritually. Therefore, it's about finding friends that will love you enough to reprove you um, in the time of need and encourage you through the times of sorrow to to um, to pat your hand to say, OK, I need you to scale it back a little bit 
as well as to cheer you on when you're finding yourself getting weak. And so lastly, um, I want you to find yourself as, as a part of changing your perspective to speak positively. Find yourself in a Bible believing church. Mm-hmm. Find yourself in a Bible believing church. Because guess what? When we find ourselves struggling in life, we do our best to make it um, into the house of God as much as possible. Because guess what? I don't understand why. Our, well, I understand why. Our flesh is wired so that whenever we're going something, it does not want our spirit to be uh, edified or strengthened. That way our flesh can grow and be strengthened and be gratified. Um, think about it. You had a bad day or you having something bad that happened in your life. Some disappointing news. It did not stop you from going to school. It did not stop you from going to work. It did not stop you from going to the mall. It didn't stop you from going, whatever it may be, that didn't stop you. But for some unknown reason, huh? our flesh is so wired that whenever we encounter bad days, we want to stay away from the house of God. And guess what? And so when you have the faith to understand and know that your perspective is that, yes, I may be having a bad day, but I will not allow this bad day to determine my week. Or look, even say this, I may be having a bad moment, but I will not allow this one moment to dictate my entire day as being a bad day. All right. And so guess what? When we think um, <clears throat> on the goodness of God, um, you know, and again, it's about separating yourselves from all the negative Nancy's and the, uh, the doubting Thomas's, if you will. Um, uh, you know, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, you get tired of hearing all about the terrible things that's going on. And, you know, and you understand that that is depressing, you know. Um, and so you have to begin to think on the things that God would have you to think on. You have to remind yourself of the things that God has blessed you with and think about all of the trials that he's brought you through. And remember um, where he brought you from. You know, I want you to think yourself happy. Go ahead and tell your neighbor. I'm thinking myself happy. All right. Um, you know, first Peter five and seven says casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. And so casting all your cares is just that you don't give God your problems as if you're paying a layaway payment increments a little bit at a time. No, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. And in doing that, I guarantee you, you will change your perspective and find yourself encouraged. All right. Coming up, uh, we have our midday momentum. Uh, but first, here's some messages. Be right back. invite you to join us Sunday, November 27th, as we honor Dr. Edmund C. Brown and celebrate his life and his 30 plus years in ministry. The administrative staff of Edmund C. Brown Global Ministries, along with the membership of Devotions Fellowship Worship Center, asks you, our friends and partners, to sow a seed of $44 into the life of our pastor, representing each year of his life. 
Because this man of God has positively impacted so many lives and served both his congregation as well as relentlessly enables other ministries to soar, we need your help in making this year's celebration a memorable one. So join us Sunday, November 27th at 3 p.m. at the Rock Hill AME Zion Church, located at 3620 Rock Hill Church Road, Concord, North Carolina, 28027. If you can't attend, you may also sow your pastoral appreciation birthday love offering to him as Cash App at dollar sign Edmund C. Brown or mail to ECB Ministries, P.O. Box 560-924, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28256. We look forward to seeing you during this year's celebration. This is Dennis Reed, and you're listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Let's go. Hey, hey, let's go. We brought some friends to come along. We got the crowd sisters right now. Uh. Yeah.
This is Marvin and Zonya Richardson, pastors of Mars Worship Life Center of Huntersville, North Carolina. And you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. A server heart realty taking over for the 99 and the 2000. Yeah. And now for your midday momentum. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Is that all right? Let's go. Every time I call upon his name, 
Welcome back to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is your midday momentum. Today, as we deal with the subject matter of mirror, mirror. Um, you know, growing up, I heard the uh, the quote or this phrase from um, I believe it was Snow White uh, that said, "Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all?" And this quote. Um, really is applied to a false perception of beauty. Um, I think it was the evil queen, um, you know, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves that she was so obsessed with being the fairest or the most beautiful uh, woman in all the land that that is all that she saw. And so today, as I, you know, coined this uh, broadcast episode entitled Mirror Mirror, I ask you again, how do you see yourself? Are you being the best version of you that you can be? Um, One thing about mirrors, mirrors not only reflect, um, but they also reveal, Um, you know, I don't know about you, but those of you that have ever been to the gym and the one time that I did go, don't tell uh, Dr. Leslie J. I said that. But uh, when I did go to the gym, um, you know, I noticed that there were mirrors everywhere. Uh, you know, there are mirrors in front of the exercise bike, uh, mirrors in uh, behind the bike, uh, mirrors on the sides of the bike. You know, um, I'd realized that mirrors were really a big thing as far as the gym experience is concerned. And when inquiring of as far as why that is or do, during research, I found that um, that the mirrors are there supposedly to help you work on your form, uh, to admire your form and, of course, to make the gym look bigger. Uh, But for many people, these mirrors, um, you know, really just suck the life and the pleasure out of exercise. Um, For example, in my research, uh, I found that in 2003, um, in the uh, journal Health Psychology, uh, the researchers uh, studied 58 sedentary women uh, when they exercised in front of a mirror or a non-mirrored wall. And the results showed worse feeling states for the women who faced the mirror. And this occurred for women with both high and low levels of body image concerns. In other words, mirrored gyms appear to be bad news for women seeking to start exercise. And not just women. I'm I'm a man. So, yeah, I didn't like it either. Um, But no, let's let's let's, you know, deal with this seriously. Um. Many times we find ourselves doing the exact opposite um, or embracing the exact opposite of Romans uh, 8 declares. Uh, uh, The Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. In other words, that uh, whenever we find ourselves or look upon ourselves with damning eyes or, or, or a uh, a condemning demeanor. Uh, it literally means that we're not looking at ourselves or at our lives through a lens that God sees us. Um, and so it is important that we have to stop negatively judging ourselves, um, especially realizing that that is the only way we can really enjoy the achievements of our lives. Um, I believe that many people are afraid of being judged negatively by others, but how, uh, it's so sad that they can't even see or they overlook too often the negative judgment coming from themselves. 
Negative self-judgment is damaging emotionally and it leads to all sorts of problems, um, you know, as well as damaging um, your self-esteem, um, you know, by judging yourself negatively all the time, um, you know, has been found to be associated with anxiety and depression. And guess what? It will even prevent you from doing things that you want to do. It can isolate you from people, the people that you love. And, uh, uh, you know, it will literally position you in a state of oppression. However, um, you will and you will find that you can lead a more fulfilling life and increase your self-esteem when you stop judging yourself negatively. And so the question is, uh, with me saying that, I'm pretty sure is, well, uh, uh, yes, I know I do that. But how do I do? How do I stop? judging myself? How do I stop holding myself back? How do I stop um, being my worst enemy? Uh, Well, first it starts off by realizing that negative self-judgment might be a habit and something that you do automatically. And if that is the case, guess what? There is a a way to stop it. There is a way to to stop this destructive cycle um, that that, um, you have found yourself in Um, but stopping the negative, um, judgment or the condemnation is all about changing your thoughts and your words. And the good news is that you have the power to change the way you think and talk about yourself. Um, so here we go. I'm going to give you a, a few tips on how you can stop judging yourself negatively. Um, and prayerfully again, once you change your words, I guarantee you, you will change your life. Your tomorrow is framed by the words that you say today. I'm going to say that one more time. Your tomorrow is framed, is blueprinted by the words that you say today. And so the first thing is you have to catch your negative thoughts and words. That means you have to pay attention to and stop the negativity in its tracks. That means you have to resist the habit of calling yourself stupid ugly, incompetent, slow. You have to stop putting yourself down. And so my challenge for you is that you replace the negativity with positive words of, you know, reinforcing what God has said. Uh, um, You're not stupid. You you are educated. You are smart. Um, You are um, you have ingenuity that's just waiting to be tapped into. Um, You know, you're, you're not Um, always last. You're not the underdog. No, you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You know, it is about uh, the word of the Lord says that we take captive every thought that seeks to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And guess what? You as a child of God are a part of his knowledge base. And what does God know about you? I'm glad you asked. God knows that you're a winner. God knows that you will succeed. God knows that you shall possess everything that he said you shall possess. God knows that the uh, uh, as you continue on in this journey, that the crooked places will be made straight. God knows that every weapon that's formed against you cannot prosper. And God knows that every tongue that rises up against you, he's given you the ability, the power and the authority to open up your mouth and speak and condemn those things. The second thing is that You have to practice a mindfulness and being in the present moment. 
That's right. You have to practice mindfulness, meaning I have to practice being in the moment. I, I can't keep living a situation that no longer exists. I can't keep speaking concerning myself as if I have not overcome what I know I have overcome. And so you have to practice being present and, and you have to practice noticing things as they are without making a judgment. In other words, you have to use your senses to see, hear, smell, feel, and leave it all at that. Just be present. Just be present. A lot of times I see this with um, with, with with parents. Uh, now I was going to say fathers, but no, with some mothers as well, um, that they do so much stuff for their children uh, that they realize or they fail to realize that what the child needs most is for you to be present. And what that means is not just in the room, but they need you present mentally as well. The next thing is you have to stop overgeneralizing. What does that mean? Well, that overgeneralizing means that there's a failure um, in, in, in classifying everything as one set thing. Everything does not stem from one thing. And so therefore, when we have a failure in one situation, it does not mean that you are a failure. It does not mean that you're stupid. It does not mean that you are incompetent in general. So you have to stop judging yourself negatively. You have to stop the negative pronunciations, declarations, decrees concerning yourself based on one single experience. And, you know, so instead of uh, focusing on the bad, focus on the lessons that you've learned. Focus on uh, how you did well. Focus on how, you know, maybe, you know, you used to not be able to color inside the lines. But, hey, you got the majority of the crayon in there this time. You know, it's a, it's about literally uh, um, not putting everything into the generalization of failure but understanding that, okay, yes, I may not have started off as the best person to do a three point turn, but Hey, I didn't hit nothing this time. You know, you know, again, stop dwelling on the negative. Uh, don't stop judging yourself based on that one bad experience. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, when we make any criticism, uh, specific, uh, uh, to one thing, it, it ends up not being constructive at all. And so it is important that our criticism is, is dealt with in a way that builds and not tears down. The next thing is um, don't believe the negative thoughts. Because guess what? The more you talk about it, the more you rehearse it, you're, the more you're giving life to what you're saying. The more you talk or think negative uh, uh, about yourself, you know, basically, the more you believe it. Um, and so you have to get out of that habit and, and you have to know that you are special. You are chosen. You are royalty. You are destined for greatness. You are destined to win. Um, and which leads me to my next point, which is to accept compliments with gratitude. You know, when someone says gives you a, a compliment. Don't talk down. Don't respond by saying something negative about yourself uh, because that's a form of negative self-judgment. And additionally, it can be taken as a rejection or as rejection by the person who gave you the compliment. 
Um, and guess what? That can turn people away from you. As I said earlier, sometimes when we dwell with this mentality of always uh, uh, um, speaking negatively and judging ourselves, it results in us being secluded and isolated. Um, and so therefore, you know, when people give you a compliment, say thank you. Uh, show appreciation for the compliments that you have received. Um, you know, again, stop putting yourself down and stop what I call that false humility. Girl, you know, you can sing, say thank you. Boy, you know, you can dance, say thank you. You know, whatever it may be, you know, you can cook, you know, say thank you. Um, that's that false modesty that that's in the world that's plaguing the world. Um, and what false modesty really does, it just hides the pride, the pride in, uh, 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 borderline narcissistic behaviors that many people have. Um, and so with that being said, look, the next thing is I need you to focus on the positives about yourself because I guarantee you, you have more positives than negative. And it is important to keep those in mind. Um, the next thing is love yourself in your entirety. You know, don't love pieces of yourself. Don't love parts of yourself. Love you in in your entirety. Um, your, your talents, your gifts, uh, um, or the lack thereof. Love you. Love all of you. Because at the, at the end of the day, that's what you want somebody else to do. You want someone else to love you in totality. You want someone else to love you fully. You don't want people to pick and choose which part of you they like, which parts of you they love. You want them to love you in your entirety. And so, look, that means that you have to understand that the uh, that you as a person, you are valuable and you're not. And, and you're more valuable being whole than you are in pieces. And therefore, that means even our imperfections have to be celebrated. Now, and when I say imperfection celebrated, I'm not saying you're not working on some things, but you're not uh, running from them or denying that they are part of you. Um, you know, so again, it's about loving yourself in your entirety. Um, and the last thing is this. Treat yourself as you would a best friend. This is very important because, you know, guess what? <laughs> Friends will come and go, but you're guaranteed to stick around for your entire life for you. And since that's, since that's the case, you have to treat yourself with care and respect and practice positive self-compassion. I know that term may sound strange, self-compassion. Yeah, have compassion on yourself. Again, don't beat yourself up when you make a mistake. Um, again, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I believe that it is important to know that change is not going to happen overnight. And so you have to stop with the negative self-judgment um, and utilize every effort uh, to commit in your part in growing in developing in cultivating in becoming maturing. Uh, because guess what? At the end, it is worth it. Um, and guess what? By the way, you do deserve it. You deserve better. You deserve more. You deserve a life of happiness. You deserve a life of fulfillment. You deserve everything God has promised you.
This has been your Midday Momentum. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Thank you for joining me today on today's show. I also want to thank our musical contributors today to Jarrell Dry and Persuaded, to Dennis Reed, featuring the Krause Sisters, as well as Lance Hamright. You can get their music on all digital outlets, wherever uh, music is provided. And I'll be right back after this. Mind-blowing, riveting, empowering. Encounter the life-changing presence of God through developing a lifestyle of prayer with your copy of Back to the Altar, enthroned in the power of prayer by Edmund C. Brown. You'll be empowered to authentically and effectively speak life into dead situations by proper understanding of the Word of God. Own it today. Available at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Amazon.com or visit edmundcbrown.org. Are you interested in promoting your church, business or book during our show? Simply call us today at 330-362-8733. Again that's 330-FOCUSED. Thanks for joining us this week on the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Make sure to visit our website, www.edmundcbrown.org, where you can subscribe to the show as well as find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Anchor, FM and iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on all platforms that you listen to us, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show you might want to check out the book that started it all entitled, Stay Focused, The Mandate to Manifest Spiritual Maturity Now, by Dr. Edmund C. Brown. Dr. E. C. Brown is available for bookings concerning mentorship, private coaching, or workshop clinician to help you and your staff navigate through today's current climate. Simply contact us at 330-FOCUSED, that's 330-362-8733. Thanks again for joining us and remember to stay focused as we advance the kingdom of heaven, one listener at a time.